Upload day is Tuesday, March the 9th, episode 347. Oof. All right, here we go. My name is Cadillac Jack. I joined Atlanta Radio when I was 19 years old, put in a loyal 26 years. Welcome to my second act. It's a podcast where we have conversations about things you're already talking about. With family and friends, our conversations include current events, pop culture, and endearing, revealing stories about marriage, parenting, and personal growth. Welcome to episode 247 of Cadillac Jack, my second act. Before you begin, Donna, Mm -hmm. I present to you. What is that? After nearly, uh, well, three, 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 347 episodes. Yep, three years. You get your very own pair. What? Studio headphones. Oh, my gosh. These are uh, Sony uh, MDR-7506s. This is the industry uh, uh, go-to headphone. Really? I've used these for 25 years. I'm so excited. In broadcasting. You get your very own spare headphone jack. Oh, wonderful. Now, I could have just sprung for the jack, and it would have worked fine. But I don't. Like, am I plugged to end anything right now? I'm getting ready to give these to oh, you, Donna, okay. right now. Like, but these that I have on right no, now? No, you can trash oh. those. those okay. are All right. Those Bye-bye. Are you have your jack. Well, no. Explore your jack. Everybody about your jack. Explore your jack. Ow. Is there anything worse than a paper cut? Well, I'll tell you what I know. I'll tell you what is. Okay. I'm going to tell you what is. In just a minute, when I can hear myself. We have a couple things we have to discuss. I got my jack. Look at these beauties. I got my jack, Jack. You don't need your jack right now. That's just there. I'm going to put it in my pocket. Okay. Ooh, they smell like a new puppy. I cannot wait. Oh, my gosh. I can hear myself. Okay, I'm not going to yell at you people anymore. I'm so brand sorry. Brand new pair of Sonys. Brand new pair of Sonys. So exciting. Courtesy of uh, Cadillac Jack LLC. I love that. Do I need to pay you back? No. No, no. That's a gift. That's a gift Aww. to you. A gift to Donna. I can't think of my last gift from you. So that's right? nice. I know. It's fantastic, isn't it? Plus the, uh, the bonus jack. Oh, yes. The bonus we jack. we all want one of those. Okay. Let me tell you what is worse than- A paper cut. A paper cut. Okay. I am getting a pedicure, and there is a, a husband and wife sitting beside me, and they're getting a manicure pedicure. I'd love to get pedicures. We've talked about it. Like, you, you really- eh. Eh. Your feet are sensitive. Very sensitive. You don't like when they get that pumice. I'll kick you like a horse. You don't like when they get that pumice thing out. Okay. It's painful. And yeah. Okay. So there's this man and woman sitting beside me and he is like, my toe is killing me. I have this ingrown toenail. I almost leaned over to him and said, sir, you probably need to go to a podiatrist. I mean, these women. Why were they having to dig? Well, these women in these yoga pants are not necessarily qualified I mean, I'll let them get a little bit of mine, skin, stuff, you know, like that stuff. But but here's what became really disgusting. She takes out his ingrown toenail. Right. And she lays it on top of his toe. Like she presents it. Like she was presenting like. Right, right. Like a dog presents a squirrel. Or like 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 when Jesus and Mary came and the three kings showed up. Do you know what I'm saying? I wasn't there for that. What happened? Like, what happened that It day? was just like this presentation of this gift. And and he he didn't really know what to say. And I looked over and I thought I was going to pass out. How big, how big was it? It was huge. It was disgusting. Yeah. And okay. she was like, now, you, and then you know how they take, then after they take it out, they take your their thumb and that first finger and they squeeze, squeeze, squeeze on your toe. And they're like, does it, okay, I'm not going to do that. Does it hurt? Because if, if, if you have any flinch, they're going back in. Okay. Noted. And you're like, and he was like, no, no, it feels better. That's fantastic. And I'm thinking, is this something these women are at all trained how to do? Mm. Okay. Well, well I, I don't know. I, I've, I've only had a, uh, a pedicure probably half a dozen times. 
You've had plenty of pedicures. I've done a half dozen times. Okay. Half dozen times. You just want to skip over all the stuff and have them rub on your feet. That's, uh, that's fat, Jack. Yeah. Okay, so... Well, hang on. We have music for this. Oh. Okay, we're going to start this episode with a series of, uh, of updates because we did promise... Uh, what? It's very loud. We did promise in a recent episode not too long ago... The, we were... the music in the last episode was very loud. That's very loud. It's loud. I like it. Well, I'm, I'm going to do my Plinko. We're not there yet. Oh. We're not there quite yet. Not quite okay. yet. Uh, actually, we would be. We would be. Okay. Although, let's apologize first for all the F-bombs. I'm not, because I had nothing the to do with the, the editing. from okay. last episode. Stop. All the fucks and the bitches from last episode. We'll, we'll, we want to apologize, and I'll take the fall for that. It was horrible. We will, uh, we'll take an E rating. We'll do that. Uh, it was more than an E rating. Uh, Don, can I, can I finish, please? It was horrible. Uh, we'll take an E rating. We're not perfect, but we've always said the one word that we will not use is the F-bomb. However, we didn't use it. It was Chris Rock that did. Mm. Um. I meant to take those out, and I took a few of them out. If you if you listened, you heard a few of them were, were gone. Uh, but I missed a couple, and so there were some some f***ches in the uh, last episode that made it through. And there's no governing body in podcasting. It's the Wild Wild West. You can say what you want and do what you do. And and and, and so we we wanted to apologize if you're listening with the kids in the car. Why are you shaking your head? Because that's not true anymore. Okay, there is there no, is. That, well, I haven't heard from them. Okay, I hadn't heard from anybody in government. I, who's going to call? What, what department is it? Do we know? Is it the Department of Podcasting? It's the FCC. Okay. What do they do? Whatever. Let's no, I mean, right now, what do they do for podcasting? Well, you can get like you can get pulled off of Apple or Spotify if, if the content is questionable. Well, our content, that's, that's twice a week for us. And we seem to have made it through the filter for some reason. Okay. So uh, I'll look into that. But the point is, uh, is if you have kids in the car, that's uh, not I what agree. we wanted. I agree. And I apologized. Yeah. And we'll move on. With uh, your Plinko statement, Donna, what are we going to talk about? Well, first of all, my name is Donna, and I'm Caddy's wife. Hi, Donna. And, um, okay, so my friend, I was thinking that I, like, I, well, I, well, we did. Like, okay, so when Roscoe got run over by you, Roscoe was our hound dog, right. um, and you ran over him. Twice. Twice in one day, not two different times, um, with your truck. A 1500 GMC Sierra. You did not mean to. Um, oh, no, oh, of course not, Donna, come on. Well, I mean, because people don't know this story. Do people ask? Do people in your focus group ask? Yeah, did, no, did I've really, had, actually, yes. Did you mean to run over the dog? Okay. Is, is he that mean? Okay, when the guy came, when the two guys came to take the, the junk luggers, when they came to take the stuff out of the garage, uh-huh. they said, oh, look at his tail. He's so cute. I didn't know a hound dog had a dog tail. I said, he did. He got run over. And they're like, oh, my gosh, was he run over by like, they thought he was run over by like someone like them, a delivery person. So I said, no, 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 my husband ran him over. Right. And he goes, did he mean to? Oh, my God. All right. I said, no, no, he didn't. Anyway, um. Where was this going with that? Uh, your oh, plinko. So we, you know, we, it was an emergency situation and we had to dole out all this money because, you know, when they have to go to the emergency vet. We had to sell some kids. There's no, it's kind of like when they come out to the dentist and say, do you have insurance? Do you want like your kids to have like numbing cream or do you right, want right. to just jank the teeth? You know what I mean? Yeah. Or fluoride. They're and always you, like on the fluoride. And if yes. you don't have insurance, you just jank the teeth. Yeah. So that's how it is if, if you've ever been in a situation with an animal. And it really is sad because if you sit like at, any of these emergency vet places, you'll see people coming in and they're making horrible decisions about their animals because it can get so expensive quickly. And we don't have insurance. There is insurance for pets, but most people don't have it. So I was thinking like, how far do people go? You know, I've always thought about that. Like, how far would you go? Because we've always laughed like, okay, Roscoe, you broke the bank. Like, there's no more money for anybody. Like, if they swallow a tennis ball or something, they're just, yeah, we're going to have to do the Heimlich maneuver. Well, my friend, Kelly, who has a- Kelly S? Yes, who has a- 
farm, an organic flower farm outside of Athens. In How does she pay her bills? Very well. Okay. Good. Yeah. I mean, good for Kelly. Very well. Okay. In Watkinsville. She also has other jobs. She works for the CD. She writes for the CDC. Okay. I got you. Yeah. And she makes a fortune renting out her beautiful, beautiful farm for Georgia Games. Okay. For VRBOs. Anyways, so she got these adorable little pygmy goats. Who she, which she said, I said, they are the cutest little things. I said, do you ever sleep with them in the bed? She goes, oh my God, no. They have worms. They're just the nastiest little creatures you've ever seen. They look cute on the outside, but the inner workings are not so cute. Right. Well, okay, let me tell you what happened. So she was going to get rid of her goats. And so she found these people who wanted to take them at another farm, okay? But not near her. So they came up with this transporter and they took her adorable little pygmy goats, one of them that she had bottle fed since it was like a little baby. Right. And they took them to Columbus. And then well, it's Georgia or Ohio, Georgia. Okay. So then that night the guy called and why he would call her, I don't know. And he said, unfortunately, one of the goats had passed away. Right. And she's like, Oh hell no. It happens. Uh-uh. So the goat that she had bottle fed Uh-oh. was turn was taking a turn for the worse. And so she's like, not having this crap. So then she rents a transporter, drives to Columbus mm. and gets these goats back. Because she's like, I'm not putting up with this crap. Right. You know what I mean? I thought you were going to take care of them. So then she brings the goats back. Well, one of them is just deathly ill, the little one that she bottle fed. And so because she's near the University of Georgia and they have an amazing vet group and, you know, teaching hospital and all this, she takes this pygmy goat over there. And I'll be damned if this pygmy goat didn't have to have a blood transfusion. A blood transfusion. Yes. And she paid for it. And it What's was, oh my God, she told me it was like. Is that six figures? No, not, what would that be? A hundred thousand? Yep. No. It was, I guarantee you this, it wasn't as much as you pay for that damn Judd's experience. Was it? Was or was not? Was not. Uh, you're probably right. Yeah. But the little goat's fine. How far would you go? For, would you get a blood transfusion? You had a coworker that would drive every, almost like every other day, and take her dog, same thing, to UGA for like radiation cancer treatments. Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, as you said, they have, they have a great veterinary medicine. No, they do, and I'm not knocking them at all, but, I mean, this was pricey. Yes. Well, most any veterinary worker. Emergency it, it service. Is, yeah. How, what, do you want a dollar number? How far I would go? Just, like, what's the, what is. I, I, th- I don't think you can get a dollar number. I think yeah. it depends on the situation. I think it depends on if you have the money. I think it depends on, on how long the pet's been in the family. You know, I mean, the longer yeah. you've been with the family, the more work you get done, whether that's a new heart or a. Uh, uh, blood transfusion or, or to get spayed or neutered. You know, it depends on how long you've, you've been part of the, 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 the family, the if, pack. The if pack. I had a little pygmy goat, number one, right. and it was not doing well, and I had right. bottle fed it, and we gave this goat away, right. would you drop back and pick it up? I would up? not. No, I would not. I would not because it's, it's like a um, it's like when you buy a car, it, it's it's no warranty. It, it's as is, and that's the way that we would have moved these, these pygmy but goats. You're, but you're assuming that the person's going to take care of them. As you would. I, I, will, I, I just I take that for what it's worth, though. Now, I will tell you one. I got a story yeah, real okay. quick. Oh, my God. Okay. So when I, my high school boyfriend that I dated, Mike, man, I won't tell his last name. So oh God, after college, we kind of sort of moved in together, but not really. We were kind of, it's the whole story. And because we did, we, we kind of stopped dating during college. We kind of dated, and then we didn't date. You know how hard it is to date, like your high school boyfriend when you go away to college right, and all right. this stuff. So... Okay, we had this. We we rescued this cat and we called it Air Jordan because it fell out of a tree. Okay, like okay. a really high love tree. It. Love it, very creative. Yes, and so then Air Jordan somehow got out of the house when no one was looking, and it got impregnated. We thought it was a boy's girl. This happens to me a lot with these cats. I, I, where is a cat's wiener? 
I mean, I don't know. Uh, it's between his balls. So th- the cat that we thought was a boy, this girl, we kept the name Jordan, Air Jordan. Right. It got pregnant. It got impregnated. It had kittens. We gave all the kittens away except for one that looked exactly, because these cats were tailless cats. Okay? okay. And that was the breed they were. I can't remember what they're called. But anyways, so then it had a little cat that looked exactly like it. And so we named it Jordan Jr., the little kitten. Okay. And I loved this cat and this kitten. I mean, I loved them. So then when we broke up, I moved to a place, I guess it didn't take cats. And he loved the cats too. So he was going to take care of them. Well, lo and behold, I found out from somebody that knew him that he was not taking care of these cats. And you drove over there. Let me tell you something. So what I did was, it was his roommate actually that called me. So I left my job in the afternoon at Austin Kelly Advertising. And I had on like a 80s power suit. Right, sure. And I clicked my big ass pads, over there. Big pants on your shoulder. Yeah. And meanwhile, he's working at like, <coughs> I, I don't know. Not, not even there, like the bucket shop or something down in Buckhead. like The container store. No, no. I'm talking like a bar, the seediest bar oh, you okay. can think of. Yeah. So I go down there and I call his roommate and I said, Ken, I'm coming to get these cats. And he, get, he didn't want them because he, you know, he, didn't, he was a roommate. They didn't right. want these cats. And he's like, okay, I'll be here. I'll let you in. And he <laughs> said, but what's Mike going to do when he comes up? I said, it doesn't matter. He's not taking care of these cats and I can't have this. So I go get this crate, these two crates, and I go over there. And I mean, it was like, almost like I was like, um, what's that guy that comes on like on Saturdays and he saves all the animals? Saves them like a- Like, you know, those animal shows that come on, Animal Adventure? Jeff Corwin. That's who I was. I was like, Jeff Corwin. I went in with these like crates and I like, and and meanwhile, these cats, Caddy, these cats were Uh, sleeping in a drawer. Of a chest drawer? Yes. Okay. And I was so pissed off and they didn't have any food. And I was just like, this is not going to happen on my watch. So I shoved them in those crates and I took them. And do you want to know something? I, 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 you know, I don't know that I do at this point. He never asked where these cats went. Ever. So I'm assuming like Ken told him, but it's like, wouldn't you call me up and say, hey, I'm really sorry that I wasn't taking care of our cats. And I appreciate you coming over and get them. Do you need some help with cat food or cat litter? Didn't say a damn word. I wouldn't have either. I mean, you, you came and got, you're not together. You came and got the cats and the story's done, right? Yeah. Well, you're right. He didn't love the cats. He did. He just loved drinking and smoking weed more than the cats. So. Well, I know some people that would, would fall under that uh, same same type of uh, arrangement. Well, then they don't need animals. They don't need cats. They don't need animals. They don't, they don't need, need cats. No, they, they don't need, need anything. Right. They don't need anything. Can we move on to the updates? Yeah. Big part of this episode real quick here at the top. Is going to be... Did I bore you with my cat story? No. Oh. Huh. Uh, updates. Uh, you know, we promised that uh, we're going to do a better job, Donna. What, what's that look now? It's loud. Maybe we should turn your headphones down or just take them back. Uh, we promised updates on stories that uh, we, we, we want to give you the update, feed you the update. We'll start here with uh, Donna's friend at Nana's assisted living home. Oh, boy. Mr. T. Let's keep it at 30 seconds. I don't, I don't know that I can do that, but I'll try. All right. Actually, I just went to Nana's tonight, and I walked by his door, and he's got this huge, like, Braves-like flag all over his door. It's adorable. Okay, so— And a stand-up banana. A cardboard no, stand-up banana. No, he's not, he, he's not obsessed with Nana. There's a man from the memory care, God bless him, who rolls by Nana's house or her apartment. It's his wife. Apartment all the time. Mr. T just lives across from Nana. Nana's boyfriend, Mr. Al, if you've listened, who was over 100, passed away— Thought about him the other day. What a huge hole that's left. Yeah. You know, I, I came upon a picture of an, because of, Charlotte just celebrated her 17th birthday, hard to believe. And we had a reptile party here. 
and I came across that great picture. Well, with the albino yellow Yeah, him snake. and Nana holding yeah. the snake. But what, what really struck me, and Charlotte noticed it too, is Al's holding the snake and like my mom's holding his hand and they're just so sweet together. They look so young. But so my mom had to move, moved out of that apartment. She didn't have to, but we needed her to. And because it was a little a little dark from him being sick. So she moved over to another apartment. Now she has this new neighbor across the hall called Mr. T. They were doing Christmas movies. He didn't have anyone to watch Elf with. I'm a nice person. I watched Elf. Well, no, no, you didn't. Not 15 minutes. I, I watched half of it, okay? And then I came back, and I was going to get some things from my mom at the grocery store, and because I'm a nice person, I said, do you want me to get you anything? <coughs> and the first time, he asked me to get him a few things, and then the second time, he had me take him to the grocery store, right. which was fine. So, fast forward. I go over the other day, and I Nana's not there. And so uh, her door's locked. And I'm standing outside, and he comes rolling out. And he's like, hello, sunshine. <coughs> and I said, hello, Mr. T, how are you doing? And he goes, I'm doing good. He goes, I've been thinking about something. And I said, what's that? And he said, I was thinking maybe me and you, me and you, me and him, could go dancing one night. Okay. I think it's a great idea. I think it'd be fantastic. I knew you were going to say that. I, I would endorse that. I think you yeah. should take Mr. T. I know. And, and everybody who's listening knew you were going right, to say that. Right. So I said, well, where do you want to go? I mean, like, I, I just was like, so like, oh my God, like a deer in the headlights. Meanwhile, I'm locked outside her door. I can't go in. And I can see her crest in the corner. She'd come from getting her hair done. And I said, well, where do you want to go? And he said, well, you know all the hot spots. Where should we go? And I said, well, let me think about it, and I'll get back with you. And he said, but I want to do it. And I said, well, I do too. I don't know what he wants to do, but I don't want to do that. But, like, I was like, okay, well, let me get back to you. And so I thought that that would just kind of, like, put a pin in it, you know? And so then mom came down the hall, went in her apartment, and I was telling her what was going on. She said, this is what she says. She goes, this is not going to end well. I said, well, Nana, what does that mean? She said, well, he doesn't forget about anything. And I'm like, okay, well, you know, I, just, I don't know. So a week ago, I was over there, and I'm coming down the hall, and here he comes. It's almost like he can hear me. Right. And he comes rolling out, and he goes. You have heavy feet. He said, have you found us a place to boogie yet? And I said, well, I'm still looking. Right. And I said, I guess we could like go to like a dance studio and take a dance class. And he says. We're the senior center. He says, I would love to do that. There you go. He said, I've always wanted to learn how to salsa. Okay. So you're in. No, I'm not. But I just don't. I'm like, why? The question becomes, why does being a nice person always get you into something like, okay, you're a nice person, sort of. Who, but, who me? Yeah. Okay. But like, you would just like, if, if somebody, like if somebody says to me, hey, listen, like, okay, if I go in, in, in Anna's place and they're like, or even at my store, somebody next door is like, can you help me move these boxes in? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah sure. You would be like, no, uh-uh. right. I, I got a bad back. I'm not doing it. Why would you say no? I won't. And you don't like make any excuses for it. Or and apologize. I, I right? have a lot of boundaries in my regular life. I'm always working on boundaries. But for some reason, with like elderly people or people who need my help, I just can't do it. I just can't say like no. And you just have no problem telling people, hell no, I'm not helping you. Right. No, I'm not. I'm not. I don't have time. Don't have time for that. Ain't nobody got time for that. But does that make you right, feel bad? Time's up for that one. Okay. All right. Next update. 
is uh, Donna, your rower has arrived. It's in the garage right now in about uh, five boxes. Yes, it is. So when did it arrive? And, it and, is heavy. And, as how are the delivery folks? And oh my god! Was yeah, it like the uh, was it like the uh, the Hatfields and McCoys? Uh, yes, I figured it was like what's that? That little guy that sits in the tree that plays the banjo. Yes, and I'm not making fun of anybody, but y'all, if you could have seen it, oh my god, a hoopty, and it was okay. Define hoopty. Like a a Chevrolet Monte Carlo, but an old one. Okay, or Chevelle or something. So it was this guy and his brother, okay? And one of them's, I don't know what the one's name was, but one's name was Dean. And the only reason I knew is because I, they didn't even tell me, they told me that they were going to come on a certain date, but they, I said, do you have a time? And they're like, sometime between 10 and 4. Not like a normal window of like 12 to 4. Right. Like they added on two extra hours. Right. And I said, will you call me before you come? <laughs> probably not. That's what I said, probably not. Okay? So they come up the driveway, and I hear Roscoe barking. And all I can hear is him saying, Dean is heavy. Don't you see it says heavy side? And I'm like, oh, my God, what is this? They get it out of the car, and they're they're pushing it up against the um, garage. And I'm like, okay, can you push it into the garage? Well, we're not supposed to do that. I said, says who? And he's like, well, did you pay for white glove delivery? And hot? I didn't miss a beat. Right. I said, does it look like what's going on here? No, I paid for, like, blue. Blue collar. Blue collar delivery. Like, are you kidding? I said, was that an option? Yes, it was. I said, there's no way. Because if that had been an option, you'd have gotten it. I'd have gotten it. Right. And they're like, they were almost like waiting around for me to pull out a 20 or something. And I said, okay, well, can y'all at least, t- I'll help you push it. Can you help push it? Yes. But it, then but for $20. No, I didn't pay them anything. I was okay. so mad. And so they got it in there and they were just, they were like, what is this thing? We've never delivered one of these before. I said, who are you people? Time's up for the story. Okay. Hi. Well, we, we, we established all the update. The update's done. You don't want to know what else was in there, Chevelle? They had to deliver? Uh, yeah, go ahead. Some sort of baby rocker. Why, why I, is that unusual? Because I'm just like, who are you people? And they're like, we're delivering. They're independent contractors. But they don't, they're rogue contractors. They don't work for anyone. And I said, so then I stick my foot in my mouth because I said, how do y'all get all your deliveries in your car? Well, did you not hear our truck broke down? When, when they were making the first trip. And they basically said that they broke down on I-20 and they're like, we had to get all the packages out of the truck. So my all rower right, is you. laying on I-20. It's not in the garage? Now, but it was laying okay, on I-20. Right. That's the uh, update to this episode of Cadillac Jack Mike singing it. Okay, no. What about the Judds? The Judd. And uh, here's the update right there. I know nothing. That's it. Oh, God. Right. I, I haven't been in touch. I haven't gotten in touch with anybody, Donna. I, I, I would love my tens of tens of dollars back. And I plan on getting it, but it's just, it, it's, it's taking a while. It's, you can't find a warm body. You can't find anybody that breathes at Ticketmaster to answer the phone. But what about There's the, not even a phone number. Okay, but what about the woman with the beeping thing that took all your information? Right, where is she? I'm asking you. I wonder that too. I don't know her name. Does she have a direct line to you? Does she? No. Well, she has my phone number. She got my my email. She's got my next to kin, my emergency contact information. Yeah, she got everything. Well, she hasn't contacted me, and I'm all those. Right. And so, what does that say? It's even more of a scam. They're going to try to keep my money because there's no reason you would not have called me back and said, uh, "Mr. Choate, well, we were having a conversation on Monday, President's Day, when you were driving by the Carter Center and been praying for Jimmy Carter and Rosalind too, uh, and in, and after a 38 minute hold." 
I picked up your call and I assisted you. We got disconnected. I'm calling back to inform to continue. You. Well, mm-hmm. continue taking the report or to find out where to send the check or okay. What about something. filing a dispute with a credit card saying you didn't get what you were promised? I, I don't know how to do that. Okay, I'll help you. Okay, all right, good. So that's that. Gallery furniture is engaged. You seem a little short. What? Yeah. There could be somebody who wanted to know the rest of the story. You got all the story you need to know, right? I guess. You, you did. Okay. You got the original story, and then you got the episode. No, the I'm epi- talking about like about the, the dean and his brother who brought the rower. Have I used the rower? No. No, it's still in the box. I, I, I said that. It's still in the box. Because it's, it's heavy. I need you to help me. And okay. I don't, right, here's the problem. I don't know where to put it right now. I'm trying to figure out where I'm going to put it. Right. I don't know that. Well, what are the rower. options? Well, I'm, I'm going to put it up in the movie room when we get the new carpet. Okay. Okay. I bet y'all are wondering why I'm here and why I'm not skiing and how skiing's going. Well, I haven't started skiing yet because technically this episode is Tuesday, the week that I'm skiing. Right. And so people are probably like, how's she doing this? How's skiing going in Park City? Okay. Yeah, I'm shy bet. Sure. But I'm not because we don't lie about things here. Well, not everything. So we like, I'm, I'm really here. Like we're recording, we're recording Tuesday's episode in the guest bedroom. In the guest bedroom, two days before I leave. So I'll update you on on my oh, scheme. Hang on, hang on. That's another update. Queue. Yes, update queue. When will you return again from Park City, Utah? Let me write this down. Friday the seventeenth. Friday do, the seventeenth. I do want to say now. Betsy told me Friday I couldn't. Not Betsy. I'm sorry. Um, Trudy told me I could not say something about a certain artist. Okay, However, Donna, you can't do this. No, I'm not saying that about the artist. She did. She did not say that I could not say anything about her having when she went to Park City having a very hot ski instructor named Lad. Okay. Okay. So I'm hoping when I check in that I'm going to get a Lad named Lad. You can make it happen with enough money if he's in the area. He'd come do private private stuff with you guys. I'm talking about lessons and things. Is that not what he did for Trudy? Or did she meet him on the slopes? No, he was after up, hours. No, Trudy, Trudy, Trudy you dirty old doll. Stop it! Stop putting that out there. Tr- Trudy just had a ski instructor that was attractive, but you're acting like she was like doing something nebulous with him. Gallery furniture, sixteen hundred Brownsbridge Road, Gainesville. Ask for Donna. Ask for the Wolfman. You're going to find furniture for every room in your house and at great prices. You're going to be blown away by the prices of Gallery Furniture. Uh, they got a fleet of delivery trucks, like three or four or five of them. They can schedule a delivery, bring your furniture to your front door. You can also uh, pick it up at the showroom when it arrives, or if you find it on the showroom floor, Donna, any day of the week, you, you load it up and take it home that day. Yeah, I mean, we were in there like two weeks ago, got some furniture. It's showing up this week. Um, so we're not waiting. We're not having to track it on an app. We're not having to call customer service and sit on hold. We know when it's coming. and um, it's, it's Thursday. It's literally been a week. Since two, or, two weeks, two weeks since it was ordered to when it's delivered. So um, we are not just saying this and it doesn't really happen. It does happen. Um, and you don't want to have to like constantly be tracking your stuff. I mean, this rower is a perfect example. I can't get a rower from Donna or I would have. But I mean, the time that's wasted away from your job because you, somebody has to be there and, you, and it's just these they, they say they're going to come, but then they don't come. And then, oh, it's back ordered. And I mean, you're talking about days and days of your life just given away to sitting around waiting, waiting. for someone to possibly waiting. show up. 
Why do it to yourself? And you know what? The biggest reason too is you're going to save so much money. It's not like you're only doing it because they can deliver it. No, that's just one of the great things about gallery. There's a ton of things about gallery that are great. Including uh, guaranteed financing. 100%. And so so I was telling you about these cloud couches that are so big. And Donna has a lot of these types of couches where they're just huge sectionals. If you don't know what a cloud couch is, they're huge sectionals. And then they have the big kind of ottomans in the middle. And they're just these big oversized cushions that your whole family can fit on. They're great for watching movies. They're great for Thanksgiving. Just everybody in a pile, just having a good time. Guaranteed credit approval, six months on the job, and a checking account. That's all you need. Six months on the job and a checking account. Donna's going to click her heels together, and you're going to get qualified. For financing a gallery, furniture, Gainesville, ask for the Wolfman, and ask for Donna. Big thanks to Brightmore Healthcare. For their support of the Cadillac Jack My Second Act podcast, as well as awesome Alpharetta you have until the end of the month, Donna. That's March. we got 31 days in March to register for the uh, wellness getaway weekend. Awesome Alpharetta, the perfect destination to relax, reset, and recharge your body, your mind, your spirit, and your soul. Enter to win the wellness weekend getaway in Alpharetta at awesomealpharetta.com before March 31st. And you can now explore 347 episodes of the Cadillac Jack My Second Act podcast when you fly Atlanta's hometown airline, Delta. And also four seasons of the Spotify Hypes on Playlists. This is season four, F-O-R-E-4. And Fayetteville Fort. And this is the big announcement. We teased last episode that uh, my, my third act would soon begin. And it will begin on Monday, March 20th, as I join the Fayetteville Fort team. Sing along now. Come and get your Ford. Where, where are you going to get that Ford if, you, if you're smart? From Cadillac Jack. And Fable Ford, FableFordGA.com, FableFordGA.com, home of the lifetime powertrain warranty. Come and get your Ford at Fable Ford. All right, so here's what's going on. Caddy has lots of powertrains. Warranties and things, yes. It's a piece of paper, Don. It's not like a... This is where you get up and shake it like that UPS man. Um, I am so proud of you. Well, I'm, thank so you. So many people thank thought that we were like ending the podcast and... You know, what's no, but it also act? wasn't a tease just to get you to come back. It oh, truly no, no, is no, no, a big no. champ. It's, it's it entering is. my third act. And the podcast goes nowhere. Radio goes nowhere. Chidi and I had lunch one day at Trillith and in, in, in outside of Fateful, which is where all the movie studios are. He, he had no intentions of, 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 of discussing a job with me and, and, and me not, nor, nor I with him or he, but he, I guess. And, and so we just went down this conversation lane of, of what would it look like if we decided to work together? So it's a kind of a hybrid job. Director of Marketing, Advertising, Community Relations, PR for Fable Ford. They're, they're building a state-of-the-art, gorgeous 140-acre dealership uh, right outside of Fable. You have been around the car business basically. For about 30 years. My, almost my entire Your life. entire life while you worked in radio, you know, you worked with one particular dealer. And the crazy thing about that is Chris Chitwood from Fable Ford also worked there used to work at that dealership. Yeah. So the only, um, the only non-Ford store he has ever worked at. Yeah, and he's a great guy, and he's really... Um, just stepped up and like, I think he's made you believe that this, this is a good thing and it can, it's going to be a great thing and it can actually be profitable and you're going to do great at it. And I've always said to you, always said to you, even before we started the podcast and you were kind of like, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? You know, because if you've only done radio your whole life, which you had, Uh it's a very niche thing to do. Um, you can't just go out and find radio jobs on every corner. Um, and I always said to you, and you would say, I'm not a salesperson. And I said, you don't have to be a classic salesperson where you're calling people or going door to door, but you run into and you know so many people. And I said to you, in our lifetime, I cannot imagine. Well, I know because I used to handle this account um, and they would tell me how many cars you sold for them, but you sold so many cars 
for GMC they in, never in got the past. Well, okay, but um, but it's not all about the commission. But but just the amount of people that you brought into the dealership. So you know you run across people all the time. Um, what you're going to have to get used to is like what I had to get used to when I was doing like uh, multi level marketing. This isn't multi level marketing, but you just have to be good with putting it out there. Just being like, Jim, like, you know, he's talking to you about how much, he had, how he's listened to you since you were crying. Right, right. You'd be like, Jim, 14,000 down today. Jim, do you need a car? Yeah. You need to come see me. 14,000 down today. And we get you financed through uh, Ford, Ford motor credit. But I think it's also important to tell people that if you're not a big Ford person, you're like, eh, I'd never drive a Ford. I, I wouldn't either. I don't know why you wouldn't, but there's also tons of pre-owned. Yes. They have a pre-owned inventory. It's a yeah. favorite before they have uh, the trucks and SUVs and, they have, have everything import cars, to, Porsches. Yeah. They have everything. Jeeps and, and, and GMCs and Sierras and, and, and Chevys and Dodge and Toyota, all of them. I'm really proud of you. And they all come with a gift of a lifetime powertrain warranty. Donna, tell everybody what that lifetime powertrain warranty is. Well, I don't really know, but it's in a big old closet and they go and pull it's them not, out. It's not. It's and not. it's like the thing that controls Donna, the motherboard Donna, of your whole car. I've been going to, to Chris Chitwood U for the past four weeks. Yeah. Nearly every day. Uh, training and, and learning about the car business, uh, learning more about the car business. Okay, so why don't you tell us what a powertrain uh, is? I, we don't have time in this episode, but uh, the next okay. episode or sometime soon. I think it's like the thing on your vacuum cleaner, like the the thing that you have to, the cartridge thing that you pull out and you have to empty right. it out. No. So every now and then you need to pull your powertrain no. out, clean it out. You can't pull your powertrain out. Oh, I bet you, you can. Get, you, you can get in trouble if you try to pull your powertrain out. So don't do not do that. But uh, The gift of a lifetime powertrain warranty from Fable Ford. Come see Cadillac Jack and buy a Ford now. But all kidding aside. A Ranger, aside, a Bronco, a, a, a F-150, a Mer- you know, the Toughest selling truck on the road or something like that. Well, you better get your, your handles uh, down. Yeah, but here's the thing about the, the the lifetime warranty. Lifetime powertrain warranty. Powertrain warranty. That is actually a huge deal. It is. Because if you buy a car and you have to spend any amount of money, there's nothing that breaks down a car nowadays that is $300. No, because it's all electronic components. Everything's electronic. Yeah. And you got to pay the labor, and you got to, and you're without a car for a while. So I mean, why not at least know that it's going to be covered too? So. Here, here's the thing. Here's why it works. If you're looking for pre-owned inventory, go to Fable Ford. Come see me at Fable Ford. I've never said that before. That I sounded, love it. That sounds strange. The inventory that they have on the pre-owned lot, of course, it's top-notch, late model, low mileage inventory. If there was a problem with it, they wouldn't put it out there. Here's why: they would be paying for the repair on the back end. Right. Because of the lifetime powertrain warranty. So Chris Chitwood is not going to put anything on the lot in, in, in the pre-owned inventory category that has any problems at all because he would wind up having to pay to fix it. On the back end. It, so just, it doesn't make sense. He's covering the car from Rooter to Cedar. What does, yes. What does make sense, though, is you come in and buy it from Fable Ford, FableFordGA.com. Well, I'm Cadillac like Jack for Fable Ford. simply different. So it is your third act, and it's yes. also a little bit of a change here, too, because – you're going to have to live down there a little bit because you're on the south side some. So it's a little bit of a shift. I mean, you're here and, you're, and you've been that. We've been that way. We've You've been here and you've been having to work on the south side some because. Well, a lot. Because that's where my do, job is. No, you do do radio up here and you can do some of it. You know, as as we know, you can do radio in California, Riverside, California from your bedroom. Right. In Smyrna, Georgia. However, you've done such an amazing job of putting yourself in that community. And I'm really proud of you for that because I think. There are a lot of people who would have taken this job and done it. And just, never, never left their home. And just like I just said, and kind of phoned it in. And, you know, I mean, honestly, you could do a, a radio show, a four-hour radio show probably with no, not, not putting anything into it in probably 15 minutes or whatever, because it's just breaks you, in yeah, between you could, songs. You could. I, don't, I, I don't like to do that and rarely do, but you could, sure. But you have done such a great job, you know, working in the community, working these concerts, 
being involved with Brightmore, being involved with Fayetteville Ford, covering these tornadoes when they came through, working with this bakery that burned down. I mean, you've really, really, really done some amazing stuff. Seriously. And so, you know, it's a drive. People don't understand. We're we're on the north side and you're on the south side. And people Well, I'll be at Trillith, which is um Fayetteville, uh, which is about uh depending on the time of day, but you gotta go straight through downtown, uh an hour and ten, fifteen minutes. But with traffic way. can sometimes be, uh, be two, two and a half, three sometimes. Yeah. So. so um, but you know what? Here's what I'll also know that it's funny because when we first started this with you working down there, I had so many people say to me, Oh my gosh, that's so far. Oh, what you know that and I think that if you have somebody, whether it's a husband or wife, um, because it goes, you know, both ways. If you have someone that either works out of the house all the time or you know, we were blessed for a long time of you, you know, for 26 years, you working in the same market right down the street. That's fantastic. But more often, it wasn't real. more often than not really? nowadays, people are traveling for jobs. They're having to drive, you know, they may send their kids. I met a couple of people this past weekend who their kids go to one school district. They put them on one school bus, they get in a car and they go to work in a whole nother school district. You know, because there's just no jobs right there right now in that right, time. Right, right. So I just think that, you know, that's what you have to do. And I think you're going to be incredibly successful. And well, we I appreciate are it. so proud well, of you. Very kind. Very kind. And I mean that. And I love you to death. And, and I appreciate your support in this new move. Monday, March 20th, which is right after uh, race weekend. Fayetteville Ford, come see me. I'll put your rear in a, put your ass in a Bronco, put you in a, an F-150. Let's be real clear. What's you're Because I don't want people to get afraid because we're not, neither of us are really that good with math. You're not, I mean, like, you're you're just going to like, you'll do all the bells and whistles, but then somebody will do all the negotiating and stuff like that, right? No. Oh. I do all that. Uh, then I would get on the phone right now the and call you. It's hard for me to say no. So I'm a, I'm a yes man. Oh, my God. So, yeah, make me an offer. Make an offer to Fayetteville Ford and, and Cadillac Jack specifically to Fayetteville Ford. And I'll see, I'll see what I can do for you. But regardless, when you purchase, you get the gift of a lifetime powertrain warranty. And thank you, Chris Chitwood. Thank you, David Burnett, for for this opportunity. We're truly uh, yes. uh, grateful and thankful. And that Chris Chitwood, he's just cute as a button. He's fun. He's fun. You know, he 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 was um he worked beside his dad at the Ford plant, mm. and he used to the first time I met him, which was probably October of twenty twenty one. It was uh, like a Tuesday night, and one of the AEs at the Bayer, the station where I work in the afternoon, said, "Hey, let's go meet uh, the fateful Ford folks." And I said, "Absolutely." It used to be Alan Vigil Ford. If you're from this area. Um, and then she was in his office and we, we talked that first night and, and, and he used to listen to crying, loving or leaving on kicks every night when he would work on the line at the oh, Ford wow. plant in Hateville. Hateville. Uh, and then his dad worked beside him about the same time I went to morning drive. Yeah. Chitwood went to the day shift. Oh, I love and it. So he continued to listen in morning drive. So he's, when I walked in his office, he was very genuine. What he said, I've listened to you. My, I, I feel like I know you already because I've listened to you my entire life. And he, he's a great leader. Uh, he knows car sales. He knows manufacturing. He knows Ford from tip to tail, rooter to tutor, as we say. Well, I think he, he also is, again, anytime you're in a a small community, although it's not that small down there, but I mean, but anytime people can see you at the grocery store, you're, they know where your kids go to school, they know where you go to church, you got to do right by them. Right, right. And listen, every industry, every business makes mistakes. In the car industry and in, in, in automotive dealerships are no different. And I have seen him firsthand in the past, well, for a year and a half now, but, but specifically when attending Chris Chitwood you for the past three, four weeks, has seen him handle customers who sometimes, you know, here's the thing about cars. Here's the thing about buying a car. You think that when you buy a car, the dealership owes you, right? Because it's a big ticket item, probably the second biggest purchase you'll make in your life other than a house. And, and for whatever reason, people seem to think that they own the dealership then. 
They, they, they need to get everything for free. They do this. No, you're not. You, you, you get a fair deal. Fable 4 gets a fair deal. Everybody wins when everybody gets what? Everybody gets a fair deal. Right. You should use a customer should not get a, a better deal than why, why, why can't Fable Ford get a fair deal? It's a business, right? Mm-hmm. People, for whatever reason, just think the automotive industry just has free tires to throw out or, or, or you know, whatever. It's, 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 it's been eye opening a little bit of it as well. Yeah. So travel to the South Side, Fateful, FatefulFordGA.com. I love it. Come by, uh, come by Ford America's. Are you going to wear, now you going to wear some of those little polos they wear? I have some, I have some, some stuff coming. That's so cute. I love I love the men that were in the that work in the car dealerships that wear the polos. Love them. Okay. Well, I'm I'm your man. I know. I'm your man. Uh Ford built Ford Tough and Fable Ford. FableFordGA.com. We're gonna talk about uh Luke Combs and a song called Joe. I tell you what, I said it, I said it, I said it, I said it before. Um, I love this vulnerable Luke Combs, don't you? I love it. The songs are really good. I mean, these songs are catching fire because, you know, every now and then he's got to have his drinking songs. I think it's kind of ironic, though, I will say. A lot of Luke Combs songs are drinking songs. Most of them are. Yeah, they are. He um, had a great Instagram post the other day, and I'm not going to read the whole thing, but he just basically said that where the song came from was he says, there have been some folks in my family that have struggled with alcoholism and addiction over the years. I've got buddies who live a sober lifestyle, and I'm sure y'all know someone who has struggled with these types of things, or maybe you yourself do. This song, Joe, is really important to me for that reason. Our genre has so many songs about drinking and partying. Hell, I'm probably one of the worst culprits of it. Nothing wrong with that, I don't think. But sometimes I wonder what someone in the crowd who doesn't drink or struggles with addiction is thinking or feeling when there's thousands of people around them screaming, beer never broke my heart, or one too many. I've always wanted a song for those people to have for themselves. Wow, how beautifully said. I know. How beautifully said. I think it's a really interesting dichotomy. You know, it's like— Tell me what that is. It just how how things line up together. Um, because I, I also think about these things a lot, too. That I, You know, we've talked before about Keith Urban and, you know, his road to sobriety. And I know, I know now Charles Kelly is so public about it. And um, I don't think it's easy. To be and, and and Luke Combs is not. This is not not a song about him. Let me get this straight. These two artists have struggled very publicly with addiction, um, but Luke is talking about you know people who come to the show. But I think either way, it's got to be hard because a lot of country music is just really drinking, songs. drinking and partying and raising and, them up and, in the and, air and, and cheating. Light them up, and raise them. Up. Well, right. I don't know about that, hon. Cheating songs are the foundation of of, of some of the earlier country music. Yes, come I on. guess so. Yeah, um, D I V O R C E and, and yes, and don't come home with drinking with loving on your mind. Yeah, that's true. We don't come home with loving with drinking on your just mind. Don't, don't just don't come home, Her- that, Herman. Or, just stay make out. Make sure you get a lift or an Uber, though. Stay out, Herman. Um, but I do think it's interesting because I think there are a lot of people who show up at, show up at shows who are probably struggling with that, but they love music and they want to come out and concerts. You know, I think once you prove to yourself that. Because listen, here's how I know. I've never been an alcoholic. Well, Well, once an alcoholic, always an alcoholic. Well, however, I have been pregnant, okay? Three times. Two times. Oh, my God. Have I been pregnant? Two times. I have three kids, but I've been pregnant two times. But I was pregnant like 
during the Kenny Chesney years and all this stuff. And you have to go to these concerts and you have to stay sober. And if you're used to going and like hoisting them up and having right. a good time, you, you, sometimes your, your, your liver kicks. Up. Sometimes you get a little ornery, you know. But it can be done. And I think there are plenty of people who go and have just as good of a time, you know. And I think if you talk to those people, because for a long time you didn't drink at all. And if you talk to those people, they're well, like, I don't drink today. But, but people are always like you and I have said this before. They're like, what's wrong? People don't do that as much when you get older. But right, I think, right, but I've never, I've never struggled with alcohol. No, but when you get when you're younger, people are like, "Well, what's wrong? Why, Why aren't you drinking? You drinking? Yeah. What's wrong?" I, I choose not to drink. I think as you get older, people don't ask that because there could be a myriad of reasons at that point, right? Including I'm an alcoholic. Uh, many, yeah. You know, I lost a relationship. I lost a right. kid. I lost a whatever. Just mind your own business. Yeah, but Stay I don't. In your mind. Well, I just think it's younger people do that because they assume everybody in order to have fun has to be just snark- snockered. Yeah, right. I mean, listen, I feel those nights are fun. I feel those those categories. Those nights have a place for sure. Absolutely. You're right. They they grew or should grow fewer and far between the older you get, maybe. Oh, I don't know about that. Maybe not then. Maybe not. I just don't think you just don't ask people. Don wants to toast to everybody. Yes. Um, Okay, but I'm really excited about this song. I think it's going to be great. Oh, that's what we're talking about. Joe. Yes, from Luke Combs. Okay, what about you? Well, I found this song on Spotify, our partner Spotify, Mm -hmm. uh, the other day, recorded live. At Piedmont Park on September 8th, 2007. Dave Matthews Band and Ants Marching. Thank you, Lord. Thank you all very much. Atlanta. Come on, thank you. You may recall this is a concert. Um, it was held at Piedmont Park in front of 80,000 people to raise over... One million dollars to purchase uh, 53 acres in expansion of a Piedmont Park, which is the largest park in the city of Atlanta. And for some reason, Dave Matthews was in and wanted 53 acres. Uh, you know, the city had had these 53 acres, so he and the band came down and performed a three-hour show, which became an album. And the album was live at Piedmont Park in 2007. And I, I just... I love it. I, I've always loved that song for Dave Matthews. And then when I saw there was a live version, I was like, oh my gosh, I got to check that out. And then it said Piedmont Park in Atlanta. I was like, oh my gosh. So good. So I blast it when you know you're down in that area. You just blast it just loud, and, and you heard him say there on the front, uh, Atlanta, and that's Dave, right? Dave yes. Matthews. So that's what I want with Just a fun song. I love right? that. One of my favorite songs. I love Dave Matthews. Yeah. Uh, Pop peeps, let's get to this real quick. Uh, Brook and Powder Springs, best line from Morgan Wallen's new song so far. I've been trying to drown my demons, but damn if they don't swim. Ah, uh, so good. <sighs> that's a good one. Good line uh, from uh, the song. On his new 36-cut project, Devil Don't Know. Is yeah, gonna that's that a good there. one. Uh, Brooke, thank you for listening to the podcast. Uh, Morgan uh, is now saying he originally recorded 42 songs, not 36, 42. Wow. For One Thing at a Time, the new album. And uh, the label said, you know what? Let's trim that down a little bit. So what do you think I bet's going to happen? What do you think? I, I think I know what's getting ready to happen. What do you think it is? Another album. Uh, no, well, probably two years, but there'll be a a, 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 a repressing. Bonus. Yes. And the there'll be four bonus, bonus songs. Yeah. Or do the math there, whatever's. Uh, the, the, the Morgan Wallen songs the radio was touching of the 36. Uh, the one song radio was spending more than, than any other was the Air Church collab. Really good. Yeah. That That's was a good the one. First. About the bar, about God Made a Bar? Yes. Oh, it's so yeah, good. Country radio is kind of uh, latching onto that one, if you will. Yeah, it's good. And thought this was very interesting. Country music's getting a new award show. Hmm. Do we need another award show, Donna? I don't know. What is it? A fan-voted award show on network television this fall in September. The People's Choice Awards is introducing the People's Choice 
Country Awards. Hmm. What does this say, though, about country music? That's big. It's got to be strong. Listen, yeah. they, NBC did their research. They're just not going to throw on another award show. No. Willy-nilly style. They did their research, and there must be a hole. I can't imagine where it is, but there must be a hole available uh, for a country award. You know, there's a need. There's a want for that. I don't know that it would be uh, in, in my, 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 my home. A two-hour telecast on uh, NBC and Peacock from National's Grand Ole Opry. Got anything before we go? Um, have you heard of this this thing where, like the the like kids? I guess they're in college, or maybe they're out of college, and they call because this is certainly not high school kids, and maybe not even college kids. Um, but they say, "What's your body count?" Have you heard of this? Yes. You know that? Yes. And what does that mean? How many people you've played? Yeah. Okay. Slept with. Lay okay, down whatever. with. Yeah. Yes. And so enough people have asked us, and I'm like, I don't know, I don't know. So one night, like two weeks ago, I was laying in bed, and I thought. I'm just going to get out my little notes. Just let me say this here on my computer. I'm, I'm not. I'm not playing this game. If uh, well, I'm not either. Okay. But like I. But on my notes thing, I started like Write names. Was, no, just kind of going back to okay. Oh, oh, well, there was that one. Okay, right. yeah. Mm-hmm. The fellow that had the blue shoes. And, it wasn't. What a about lot. the fellow who used to uh, throw rocks at your window and you'd open it up mm-hmm. and come in and brush your hair and leave through the window? What was his name? Peter. Peter, but I don't know if we slept together. Yeah, you told me you did. No, I don't think so. Okay. Mine's not very high. Is that it? Yeah, I just didn't know if you knew what that was. Body count? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Everybody knows body count, Donna. I will guarantee you there are people listening right now that have right. no idea that's what's seven seven oh four six four six zero two four is the podcast text voicemail line. And reach out to us and let us know if you're aware of body count and what it means. I think we've had this conversation before on the podcast. Yeah, you asked me and wanted me to and then you know, you don't want to reveal yours, so well I'm not gonna do that. Why would I do that? Because uh, you asked me for mine one time on the podcast. Okay, did you give yours? What's your body count? Less than a hundred. I would hope so. Jesus Christ. Less than my tw- God. Less than twenty. Okay, well, that's there's a big difference in one hundred and twenty. That's a difference of eighty. Penises. Well, I've got my little notes right here, so I'm going to count. Eighty penises. The difference there, Donna. Give me the list. Nope. Where is it? Notes. Hmm? In your iPhone notes section. The notes section. No. Next episode of this podcast, we will get around to Rolling Stones' uh, ranking of the best real songs by fictional singers. We just ran out of time, Donna. Mm. You're a little long-winded there on the front of this episode. Sorry. So uh, we're nearly an hour right now, which is about 15 minutes over what we prefer. But we appreciate you listening to the very end. Our thanks to executive producers Hans Appen and Carl Appen. Production assistance from Steve Mitchell at Ingo Studios here in Atlanta. New episodes on Tuesday and Thursday of Cadillac Check, my second act, part of the Appen Podcast Network. 